lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. Your sometimes solemn stork. And even though solemn doesn't have to do with being tired, sometimes, you know, you get quiet, you get stoic, you get whatever you want to call it. And that's what I'm going to go with. Plus, it starts with the letter S, and that's where I was going. So, it is what it is. Got you. So. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay, actually. So, you know, I'm back to work. Spring break is officially over. So, as sad as that makes me, because it was definitely like a chill break, but, um, you know, a much needed one. I feel like we only got um, a little bit of time left to go get into the end of the school year. And I'm trying not to let anybody steal my joy at work. So, you know, all things considered, I'm not going to, I can't complain. How about you? School. Nothing special. Okay. Well, that's always fair. No news is good news, right? Mm, I suppose. Okay. So... Welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. As always, if this is your first time listening, thank you for checking us out and we hope you enjoy. If this is your second or more times listening to us, thank you for coming back and listening to us again. We always appreciate you all for that. Um, Yeah, so let's just jump right into it. So, of course, you know, we can get on my elevator that TJ tries to slander, um, or we can get on TJ's bougie fake elevator. Um, who would you like to? Who would like to go first? You can go first. You can come on the main back of elevators. Okay, I suppose. Well, I'm going up, so it's pressing the button. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, sir. Um, my up is. You know, simple, but I can appreciate it. Y'all, my hair is growing, and it might look a little crazy right now as I'm recording this, but I peeped that the length is coming in, and I'm appreciative of it because I cut my hair um, a little over like a year and a half ago, like really tried to like get all of the heat damaged parts out, and I was a little worried there for a while because it was kind of, you know, I'm still living in a bush, and I'm still in the bush, you know, frame of things. But I definitely really noticed that I had some length going on and I'm very excited about it. And other people noticed as well. So, you know, when other people start to notice, that means there's really something going on. Um, and I kind of already touched on it, but the countdown to summer is on. Um, and another, you know, wrapping up another school year. And um, I'm working this summer and I went to my first training for my new job over the summer and all things considered, I thought that the information I got was really dope. So I was kind of, you know, being like teacher nerd and I was excited about what I was learning. So all those things kind of got me in a good spot. What about it? Had you, um, kind of like the, the conversation that they did, they, that we had about like what, you know, makes for effective kind of like what makes for effective instruction or like the type of ineffective instruction that kids in america are receiving um 
and like what we can do to change it and push it. And basically they were saying that, you know, that there's this myth that if you go to school and you do what's asked of you, like you do the assignments asked of you that all of these doors will automatically open up to you and you have all these opportunities when that's not really the case because in a lot of settings, you know, and not to say it's, it's not saying it's all teachers fault, but like a lot of kids aren't getting work that is in like align with like their grade level. And so if you're in fifth grade, but you're getting third grade work, how are you, are you really being challenged? Are you really showing mastery? Even if, and the thing is too, is like, even if kids are below grade level individually, we want to make sure that like they're still being challenged and pushed to kind of get them to where they need to be. So, you know, I kind of just nerded out a little bit with that type of data and information because I'm always trying to be a better teacher and I'm going to be teaching new teachers this summer. So, you know, I'm excited for it. So, sorry, I'll step off my education soapbox now. And, but that's me. And that is why my elevator, regardless of who, or excuse me, regardless of whose elevator I'm on, is going up. And with that, I yield. How about you? Um, I'll go up too. Um, going up. Got to celebrate our daughter's party, even though it was what two weeks late. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to kind of see her like in the swimming pool and losing her mind. Mm-hmm. And how many people came, like, you know, our friends who don't have children, but they came and they, like, stayed the whole time. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it feels good to just know how, you know, how loved you are, how appreciated you are, and, you know, the support you get from others. So Definitely. um, Had my first water scare. Tatum, definitely. Because she ran, jumped in the water. (laughs) Like a crazy person. And, you know. No fear. The uh, lifeguard had to, like, grab her by her arm. And then when they pulled out, she was just, like, laughing. So <laughs> she's out of control. But, you know, I think it's dope that she, like, really likes the water. And um, tie it all in. It feels good to be able to offer my daughter experiences that I had earlier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's always going to know how to swim. Definitely. Um, and you know, she's always gonna know. She's always she's always gonna grow up in a house. So you know, um, it's exciting and um, and I'm appreciative that I'm able to experience those things earlier for her. You know, mm-hmm. the American dream is always to be better than your parents. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I I hope to be able to achieve that for my children. I agree. I think that that's really dope. And I really feel like it was a great party and like the love was felt and the fact that we had all of that support. And even with, you know, fearless Hurricane Tatum jumping in the water, like it was, um, it was just really, really dope. And, and it was a great experience for all of us. And I will say this, my uh, one of my most favorite parts was the fact that like all we had to do was show up. We didn't have to set up. We didn't have to clean up. They had the 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 decorations and the cupcakes and the pizza and everything, the juice, and they had everything set up. So definitely uh, will be the move for uh, 
several birthdays to come, I'm sure, because that was a lot less stress on us. So ain't mad at that either. But with that being said, are you getting off the elevator now, sir? Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, as always, it is now time for our relationship tip of the week where I help make you a better partner, relative, friend, and TJ just, uh, you know, gives you some... Give you advice. Li- you you know, know, I don't have to fluff it all up like Danny. I don't have to be shady like her. Is it really shade? Both giving advice, you know. I'm getting you from point A to B, and she's taking you from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so on and so forth. I'm giving you layers, that's all. Well, are you going first, or am I going first again? No. The layers. Let's get the layers. Okay. I'm giving you layers, like an onion. Onions have layers. Parfait has layers. Where's that from? I have no idea. It's from Shrek. You don't remember? No. So whack. All right. So my relationship tip this week, which again could be applicable to not only like romantic relationships, but friendships, um, family relationships as well, is don't gaslight your partner unless you want to risk burning down the house. And you could take partner and put relative, friend, whatever. Um, gaslighting is like a term that we, I feel like has been, like I know I've used it on the show before and I know that it's been like, it's a common term that's kind of been tossed tossed around more recently. Um, but I have like the definition here in case anyone like couldn't quite put their finger on what it is. And it means to gaslight means to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So it's those people, gaslighters are those people who will say things to you to make you feel like it's all in your head. Like Make you, they, like, they make you second guess yourself and they make you feel like your logic doesn't equate or doesn't add up. Um, they will like try to tell you that like if you're upset about something, oh, why are you taking it's not that serious. Like, let it go. Why are you bringing this up? This is old. Um, you're overreacting. Um, you know, you're the only person that does this, this, that, and the other. So, all of these things to make you feel like to make a person feel like they are wrong for how they feel or they're different for how they feel. Um, and but, I feel like. But can someone make you feel that way? Yeah. Okay. I think I think that someone can make you feel that way. And I think the fact that even and you can even, allow someone to make you feel some type of way. You can you have control over you have some most people have some type of control over what people how people's words impact them but i feel like that like let's not turn take away from the fact that like a person who's a gaslighter whether or not necessarily that gaslighting works on another person is still it's still a problem like if person a was to say to person b like you're too sensitive or you're, you're you're always so you're always worked up about something and person b is like yeah i am sensitive what about it like they're not falling for the gaslighting but they're still that person a is still trying to gaslight them still trying to manipulate them psychologically so even if it's even if one person isn't impacted by it and the next person is it still doesn't make 
what that first person, that gaslighter, what they're doing right. So saying that all to say, of course, is when you're in these relationships, like, you don't want to be that person like it's and like we have we all I feel like we all succumb to that sometimes where we quite we you know we press somebody about their logic or like tell them like oh you're crazy to feel that way and that is you know diminishing their opinions and their feelings towards something and when you do that like that sends people up a fucking wall and so as far as like driving them nuts so be careful with that and making sure that you're not being the gaslighter in your relationship, whatever type of relationship that is, and also make sure that you can see when you're being gaslit. So that way you can try to navigate those waters better. And or, you know, if a person does it all the time and it's not healthy, maybe you need to, you know, put some distance between y'all. But that is my relationship tip of the week. Are you finished layering? I am. Comprehensive, well-rounded relationship tip and you my good sir um real simple like i always am Mm -hmm. um i just want to say that you should be mindful of others time you know so if you have reservations or you know you're supposed to do something at a certain time but then you like are late or you do something else before you're supposed to do whatever. Like, just be mindful of, of people's time. Real simple. That is a good tip. So. Appreciate it. You are very welcome. And um, now do we have some uh, wonderful vocabulary? You know, always trying. Okay, enlighten us. The word of the week is going to be laudatory. Laudatory is of speech or writing, expressing praise and commendation. Laudatory. Well, it makes sense because to to laud someone is to like praise them. Think about the word applaud because like when somebody does something good, you clap for them, you applaud them. So, excellent word. And I am going, and that was me being laudatory of you because I was paying you a compliment because you did a good job. Look at you. You got to put it into your practice. You got to bring it in so that way it becomes a part of your vocabulary. That's all it takes. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you use laudatory sometime this weekend after you hear this episode. Um, And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break and hear a word from our sponsors. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. 
And you can continue to embrace the process by going to Gain Sports Gear. That's G-A-I-N-Z sportsgear.com and buying whatever your heart's desire is but make sure you enter the code lovers10 to get 10% off your first order and now back to the show all right y'all so we are back and now it is time for a listener letter before we do that i wanted to give an update oh okay um so on episode 35 we had kayla on mm-hmm. episode you don't have to understand in which we was speaking with her as she began the process of female to male transition yeah thank you mm-hmm. um so kayla has had top surgery two weeks ago wow um so she's continuing her transition and she did everything um to get approved Congratulations, Kayla. So, and I hope you have a very uh, swift and speedy recovery. Yeah, she says it takes like six to eight weeks. Okay. So. Oof. Well, any surgery can be, for whatever reason, can be a lot and take a lot out of you. So um, just rest up, take care of yourself, and congrats on, you know, making another stride towards, you know, your having happiness. your happiness and having your... Uh, image of yourself match what you know it truly to be so shout out to kayla shout out to kayla and with that are we ready for our listener letter husband of mine i like to call it a lover letter but uh, excuse me a lover letter yeah. one say, day you'll love them I, first of all i do love them i, don't think you love I just them. can't call them lovers it just doesn't you say lover like that that's what you want to do no okay so just lover. See, it doesn't. It just doesn't flow right with me. Whatever. Shout okay. Out to my lovers. Okay. All right. So this lover wrote in, and uh, he would like to remain anonymous, but he said, "Danny and TJ, I don't understand why, but I can't seem to stay faithful. <laughs> but I want a relationship." Okay, crickets. I envy couples that can stay together forever and get or get married, but I just can't be with one woman. I tell the women I date that in the beginning, and I'm hoping that they just enjoy the sex for a while and leave, but they always want me to change and commit, and I just simply can't. What should I do to stay with one woman? Hashtag, it ain't my fault. This is very interesting. Um, I would say... Go um, ahead. Yeah, you take this one. You need to figure out why you can't stay faithful. Um, I was thinking to seek therapy to figure that out, too. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, we need to figure out what about commitment worries you or, you know... Why do you believe that you have to be with multiple women to be happy? Mm-hmm. Um, and are you even happy? Because you didn't say that you were like happy in this. If to be, if and if you're envious of couples, like how how are these two things like reconciling? Yeah, so I, w- I would figure that out. Um, you do let them know up front what your intentions are, so that's always good good i say because they're giving them the opportunity to 
know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. But maybe you need to find someone who matches your energy. Yeah. Um, someone who doesn't mind that you sleep with other people. A friend with benefits, per se. No, he's looking for a relationship, so you can't. Friends with benefits. I mean, he's saying that he wants to enjoy this. He says he hopes that they enjoy the sex for a while and then they leave. Like, it's like he's kind of like, it's almost like he's kind of like pimping himself out. But I kind of took that as like, he's talking about like the other women, like not the main one. See, no, I took it as, I want to, I like you. We, we like, you like me. We we sleep together for a while, but then after a while, like you move on and then I move on to the next because I don't want you to you know, be, get attached to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so if we're saying that, then I would find someone, like Danny said, friends with benefits, open relationship. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think, like, I think you really do need to get to, like, the root of it because, and, like, are you really, because, A, why, what is it about commitment or monogamy that frightens you so bad that you, are hoping that you, your, your people, people that you're in, or women that you're intimate with will move on from you. What is like the root cause of that? And then also too, like to say that you're envious of couples who are in long-term relationships or who get married, but you make no strides to be like that. Is it really that, is it, is that something that you really want? Is that something that you're truly envious of? Or maybe like you're envious of the idea of like, soulmates or one true loves or longevity and things like that um you didn't say in here how old you are so i mean maybe you're at a time in your life where settling down isn't the priority at that point and you know this is just your time to kind of get things out your system but um if regardless of how old you are or anything like that you know as long as you're being safe then you know continue to do you but at the same time, you know, continue to be upfront with the women that you're dating about your expectations. But also, you need to start, I think, like doing the work and the homework to figure out why it is that you seem to actively avoid relationships. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, there's going to be people who have like stretches of being single and dating, and then there's stretches where you're in a relationship and it kind of goes comes and goes until hopefully you might find that person you want to spend your life with but to actively avoid it but then still kind of envy the other side of the things that doesn't really add up to me so that's my eight cents since i was a little long-winded instead of my two but hopefully that helps yeah he was putting your layers in there so anonymous guy i do hope that we were of some assistance to you and gave you some valuable options for you to move forward. Agreed. Well, now that that is all done and we've hopefully solved yet another problem, it is now time for what we all come here for, which is our quarrel. And this week's quarrel, which um, has been something that's kind of been on my radar for some time, is these anti-vaxxer people so i was looking at um huffington post the earlier today and it was saying that the u.s is dealing with the most measles cases since the disease was contained in 2000 so the most measles cases in almost two decades right 
It says there's been 681 measles cases so far this year across 22 states, according to a recent analysis. So my my debate topic is about these anti-vaxxer parents and their children. Should they should parents go to jail for not vaccinating their children, basically? Um, Because I have a lot of thoughts on it. But I thought that it'd be something for us to talk about because it's a it's a tricky situation. So are we saying that in the other countries they are getting vaccinations? In other not it depends on the country. Some countries have more vaccine. Well, I don't say more vaccines, but some countries have are comparable to the number of vaccines that we get in the U.S. Other countries don't have as many vaccinations. No. So how is it possible that in our country? Where if we allow them to choose, we have the most measles, but there's other countries that do not get the vaccination and they're not affected or as. I mean, I think, well, let me say this. It's not that there's like, so like parents are choosing, but it's not really a choice in the U.S. It's that they're op- they're opting out of it. But like the, like it's basically rich white people, you know, got under, got in their heads that you know, with misinformation that like too many vaccines are bad for kids or vaccines are going to cause autism in children. And so how do you know it's rich white people? Because in order for these children to still be able to like go to school and things like that, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of grouping people together a little bit, but, but they like, they would have to, like, at public schools, you have to have your vaccines. Like, they will not enroll your child. They will not let your child into school, like, come to school if they don't have their vaccinations. So, the only option is homeschooling or private schools. So, these are people who can afford to send their kids to private schools or to send their children or to, to take keep their children at home and, and, and uh, teach them themselves and homeschool them. But... Ultimately, all I'm trying to say is this, is like, there is this movement of people who think that vaccines aren't good. And then in turn are exposing other people and children to these diseases that otherwise in the last 20, 30, 50 years have been not an issue or not problematic, have now caused this like spike in these diseases that have basically been eradicated before this. And for me, I feel like, if you expose me or my child or anybody I care about to a disease that could have been preventable had you gotten a vaccine, then yeah, you should have some type of like consequence for it. So if that's a little bit of jail time, why not? If it's a fine, yep, pay it because you are putting other people at risk because of your misinformation and your misguided decision making. What do you think? I think if if it's causing people to get sick, then that's a problem. Like if you're causing outbreaks, then there should be a charge to it. Um, I don't really understand why they don't want their children to be vaccinated. Um, and I think that's something, you know, I would have to understand it. But once you kind of hear that kids are getting sick, Especially with me having a younger child. Like, I don't want my child getting sick because you're being irresponsible. Yeah. 
And like, even if you have the vaccine, like you can still get it. Like it's really highly contagious. So like that's the problem. Do you think that like people, like if people are anti-vaccination, like what would you say just playing devil's advocate if they had to put, they said everybody lives in this little island or something like that. Like all the unvaccinated people have to like live in this area so that way they can only like self-contaminate. Like, would you support something like that? Um, not if it's something that's going to be like inhumane. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in cages or something. No, but if it was a small town or, or a place where only these people live because of their choices and it was like still livable, I don't see a problem with it. So I guess, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I only asked that because I just thought like, you know, Sometimes people are like, if you feel so strongly about that, then, you know, don't contaminate everybody else. Go somewhere else. But like you said, like if as long as it wasn't, that still sounds like it has a recipe for being like inhumane or something like that. But I really do feel like you expose somebody, you should go to jail or you should have some type of fine or some type of consequence because it's just not okay. Because they, it's been proven time and time again that like vaccines don't cause autism. Vaccine doesn't cause learning disabilities or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but we we live in a world where a lot of people are conspiracy theorists, and now because we everyone has the internet, everybody's like smarter and doctors and mm-hmm. everything else. So you know, some people don't believe in that. Some people don't believe that the information uh, that has been proven is correct. You know. And then there's someone who's like, they're doing that so they can get rid of the black people or whatever else they got to say. And, you know. Oh, kind of like the, like the Tuskegee Airmen yeah. like, well, situation. I'm just saying, like, Experiment. people are, there's always so many theories about any and everything. And it's just like, like, I just want to live life. I don't want to have to worry, like, think, like. Is this what's going to happen? And some people could say that's ignorant, but like, want to get one life to live. I don't want to have to live my life um, questioning everything. I kind of get what you're saying. I think, like, you know, you have to be abreast of like certain things that are going on just to kind of like be vigilant and whatever. But at the same time, sometimes like overexposure can be like frustrating and a bad thing too. Um, I just feel like you said, like you know, people think that the the experts on everything just because they could do a couple of quick Googles and stuff like that, and like that's not the case. Um, and people can put anything on the internet; they can say whatever they want if on a, on a, a website or a, a blog or whatever, and somebody will take it as gospel truth when it's far the furthest thing from it. But ultimately, like. I think it comes back to like, you have to be discerning. Like, look and see where the damn website link is. Is it clickbait or is it an actual real site? And get information. But um, I just feel like every the, the misinformation to the, the running the risk of like exposing people to this like horrible disease. Like I read somewhere that somebody like fell into a coma recently that had gotten exposed and contracted the measles. And nobody has time for that shit. Like, like no, like you, you gonna bring what's next? The pl- the plague? Y'all gonna bring that back too? But I don't know. Shit's whack. There needs to be consequences. Those parents are dumb, and 
that's all I have to say about that because I know I've said a lot with all of my layers. True. So Tatum got all her vaccinations, right? Correct. She got, when she went to her second, two-year physical, she got another vaccine. So she's up to date on everything. Because had she not been, she would not be able to go to daycare. Got you. So, baby girl is straight. Excellent. In the words of my guy, Burns, Mr. Burns. Mm-hmm. You know? So, this will be our shortest episode ever. <laughs> um, Wait, efficiency, that's all. We just, we were... Yeah, I mean, I guess we don't really have nothing to talk about. It happens. Listen, so if we do this every week like we normally do, like we might have something where we're like they're more like mini episodes. It's, but I always feel like it's okay. Like I always just feel like I don't know. You want to like? I want to make sure that our lovers are, are getting the full scope, getting their listen worth. You know what I mean? I, I think so. But I think that they'll understand that, like, if we were a little low on topics for one week, that they'll be okay, too. They, they I think they've been rocking with us a little long enough to to support us. Because we've been through worse than a short episode. I think it's because we're recording on a Wednesday. And not, like... We typically record on a Thursday. But, you know, we're supposed to be going to the movies... Oh, we, yeah, because we're not missing Avengers. So it's kind of like we had to record earlier because it's not, and Danny has training. So, you know, listen, I apologize. Um, I take this serious and, you know, I'm sorry. I feel like I cheated you, so. As am I, but I hope that, we hope that you will forgive us and that you will um, be, you know, and that you understand and I still think that, you know, we gave people what they wanted. We just gave them to them a little quick and dirty. That's all. Quick and dirty. Silver linings. So with that, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. You can follow us on IG at Lover's Quarrel Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. You can email us at show at gmail.com. Um... Please send your emails, your complaints, your compliments, uh, like. Dislikes. All that. Feedback, everything. We appreciate it all. Mm-hmm. Like, share, follow, tag, repost, all that jazz. Do it all so we can reach more people and keep bringing you this great content. So thank you, as always, for listening to us. And I'm your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And as always, we fuss. We fight. But we love. Bye. Bye. Won't be like me so bad. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.